Let Lita take you on a journey of faith, life, travel, and interior design. Take your life out of the status quo. Status Life with Lita is brought to you by Status Home Design and the Shops at Status and by the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HURT. Do you want to know how to use art to change your space? Think about that question. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. I'm the host of the show, Derek Hayes. I'm here to introduce the star of the show, Miss Lita Brooks. Hello, Lita. Hello. Hi. Good I've morning. got Instagram on yeah. with us. It was the first time. We're hey, actually everybody. live. We are live today. So Lita has been working as an interior designer for over 20 years. She's incredibly talented and has since branched out and opened multiple retail stores, an online marketplace, and is now blogging and podcasting full time. If that wasn't enough, Lita is a mother of two and devotes her time to teaching others how to achieve their goals and live the life to live their life to the fullest. She sums it up best in her branded hashtag, Design Your Life. We're broadcasting live today from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Status Life with Lita is brought to you by the law office of Derek M. Hayes. Injured in Georgia, make the right call to 404-777-HURT. Also sponsored by The Shops at Status, your one-stop shop for all your home and gift needs, Indigo Stone Trading, a home reimagined, and Status Market and Design. You're a busy lady. Yes, yes. Very, very busy. Producer Mike's over there shaking his head at me. What? <laughs> I don't know why. I got a lot. Yeah, long days every day. I know. Very All true. Right, so let's get back to the question at the top of the show. Do you want to know how to use art to change your space? This is going to be a fantastic show. Yeah, and actually that's the purpose for our guest today. That's returning right. Guest. Hi, Lynn. Hi. Lynn McDonald is back with us in studio today. Oh, We're so I'm excited so to, to have here. you. Thank you. Lynn is an extremely talented artist from Atlanta, and we have a lot to unpack today. Yeah, We're going to teach I'm everybody how a beautiful piece of art can absolutely go in and transform a room. Mm-hmm. And it's not that easy, right? There are many levels and, and many different things based on your taste, based on the taste of your home, uh, what you want to spend, the feel. I mean, there's a lot that, um, that we have to unpack. Yes, we do. All right. I want to start. You're here. You're our guest. Tell everyone your background. Uh, If they haven't listened to the prior show when you were on, I, of course, encourage them to go do that. But you tell everybody listening all about you. Okay. So I'm I'm so happy to be here again. This is always so much fun. But um, I... uh, so the beginning of the pandemic i switched everything i switched gears and pivoted to do everything online so you can find me at um at lynn mcdonald's gallery on on instagram and lynn mcdonald's gallery on facebook and TikTok and linkedin (laughs) is lynn mcdonald and then my website is lynnmcdonald.com so um i started painting i I've always been creative, and I've I've had a background in in um, high tech startups and strategy and that kind of thing. And being creative has always uh, people have described me as being um, thinking outside the box. And so I did my first actual painting in 2005. I hadn't really dabbled in artwork like that, and um, I stuck it on my wall. And I thought, that's it. I'm never going to do anything again. Quit while you're ahead. And then I moved away to uh, Montreal and. I, I just had a calling, and when I came back, f- 
five years later, I um, actually had some people that were saying, I was, I was toying with it, and some people on Facebook were so encouraging, and they bought paintings, and they kept on asking me to do paintings for them. And I just opened up, opened up my heart and my optimism and, um, and just said yes over and over again. And next thing you know, I had a full-on career. That's amazing. <laughs> so you left the corporate world, yeah. and now you're a full-time artist. Yeah, well, I was launching all these high-tech startups, and yeah. now I just launched me. Wow. And your talent incredible. speaks volumes. Absolutely. You, you this is one of Lynn's paintings talent, so. right here behind us for those watching on Instagram. Um, absolutely stunning. And we're going to unpack the colors of this and yeah. what it all means. But yes, you are extremely talented. Thank I follow so everything much. that you do. You have a show coming up, and we definitely mm -hmm. want to give that a plug. So tell us uh, what the gallery, um, is that what you would call it? Or just a... So, so I have been doing, since the pandemic, I am diabetic, and so it was very important for me at the beginning of 2020 to cancel all my shows, which was so hard to do because I put a lot of work into it. But, um, but it was actually really good for me because I took everything and I did virtual shows. So I've been doing virtual shows until about two weeks ago. I had, uh, last uh, two weeks ago, I had um, a private show in person. And that was in somebody's home. And now we're branching out and we're doing public. Yay! So everybody come on down November 5th. It's going to be on the west side at, um, it's, it's a place called Top Shop Stone. And they have countertops. So the space is so gorgeous. You're going to love it. And um, it's going to be 6 to 9. And it's open to the public. There's going to be light bites. And media is going to be there. And I am just super excited about I it. I love it. So November 5th, what day of the week is that? Friday. Okay. That's we'll a Friday sure night. Mm -hmm. um, Derek doesn't know this yet, but Top Shop Stone is doing our kitchen counters. Oh. oh. Well, so. <laughs> yeah. I do now. That's awesome. I Hello. love that. Okay. Well, that, that, that night will be twofold. <laughs> I will show you our new quartzite. When we were there watching Lynn's show, uh, it'll be a two for one for us. Yeah. We'll pick out our counters and buy a beautiful piece of art. Yeah. So Becky that, is wonderful. And the whole, the space is gorgeous. And I've already got some work with them too. So. Oh, I love that. Well, mm. good. Congratulations on the upcoming show. Thank you. I know we will be there and there'll be lots of press out. So if you're watching this and you don't live in the Atlanta area, definitely go give Lynn a follow and you can see everything virtually. You can look at the paintings and follow her. I love the videos that you do and the high speed when you're painting mm. and you're in your workshop. It's just it's definitely all very different. It's not on an easel with a paintbrush. It's no, different. It's, it's completely different. Um, so before we jump into the topic, just a little bit more, I want to stress that we all three here have an art education. We all have an art background. So you're getting basically a panel discussion today. And for those of you that listen and listen often, you would think, well, Derek's sitting at the table. Derek is an attorney, but you are an artist first. Yes. All right. So I'm going to give you the floor for a second and let you tell everyone, what is your art background? So having grown up in the panhandle of Florida, my formative years through high school, I uh, airbrushed t-shirts and frisbees and keychains and car okay, tags. But hold on. But that takes talent. That yes. is not an easy thing to do, to pick up an airbrush and you there, have the skill to make there, it. There's a lot that's stenciled where you just simply slap a stencil on a shirt okay. and do it. But there's a lot more that's freehanded for real airbrushed quality work. So I did that for, for several years and enjoyed it. I uh, had my own airbrush equipment. Uh, and then after that, I went to college, got a degree in advertising in English, and wound up moving to Orlando, expecting to go into a career in advertising, and instead wound up falling into a job in the uh, animation department at Disney. 
So I worked in animation at Disney for two years and ultimately led to uh, what would have been a path to California to work at, at Anaheim at Disneyland as opposed to Disney World in Orlando. And instead of making that trip, I, I wound up changing my path and went to law school and, and now wound up here in Atlanta practicing law as opposed to continuing to be an animator or working in the animation department. I mean, that's Disney. a huge career change. That's the left brain, right brain. But that kind of is thing, so but impressive. I have to say, I used to be a producer of 3D animation and we um, worked with animators all the time. And the Disney animators were so highly regarded because they did things freehand and the way mm -hmm. that they um, would hire also you had to go f be a fine artist whereas the other ones were very techie yeah there, there were tests so to speak that you would go through to mm -hmm. eventually get into the department but also too the uh, I did a lot of freelance work uh, there was uh, Don Bluth Studios that did uh, the Fievel American Tale movies uh, I did comic book art for an Italian comic book a wow. French and a German comic book um, so it was just it was an incredible time and I loved it but I just changed paths and went to law school but that's because he can freehand and I can speak because I've seen his work I've seen what he can draw it is absolutely incredible wow. and so I'm going to tell a story on you kind of based on what you were just saying you actually went for an interview for advertising but based on your portfolio they put him in wow. animation they mm. said whoa 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 yeah. This is amazing. Why don't you go talk to the animation yeah. he department? He said, I, I will bring you back here if, if necessary, but instead of here, I want you to call this guy and, and go see him, meet with him, and then if they decide that, that they don't want you in the department, come back to me. And I had no idea that's amazing. that it was animation until I reached out and went, oh, wait, that's the animation department. Yeah. So so people have a hard time getting in and you were just you know like yeah. here, here you go, go he's go. that good <laughs> that that really speaks to Derek's talent mm -hmm. and we're gonna get into the art in a little bit um, but you did you worked on everybody knows the Little Mermaid yes. uh, Flounder was his character wow. for the Little Mermaid so That's next time well, you watch I was an assistant. it and you I wasn't, see I wasn't Flounder lead animator, but yes. um, and you were working on the Lion King mm -hmm. right when you left and we were doing storyboards for Lion King the Lion. so those are the bigger ones that you know, Lynn and I and are a little Duck younger. And Duck so Tales and those, right, those afternoon shows. I don't know. I don't know those as well as oh, I know I the do. movies. I do. So, <laughs> so but, but how do you use, this is my question to you, how do you use your creativity as a lawyer? It's a mindset. If you have a creative mind, you can think, like you said, out of the box. You can think about different arguments. You can think and see things from a different perspective. When I look at art as someone who loves art, I see things things differently than someone who oh that's a picture or that's a painting yeah okay that's kind of cool I like the colors I tend to see a lot more than just colors I look at the themes I look at all those things that that are beyond just what's hanging on the wall mm -hmm. uh, and so when I look at an argument in a personal injury trial which is what I do personal injury work I tend to try and look at things a little bit differently from what the other side would see they're going to see as you said a very technical case but everything's not very technical. There are a lot of things there that if you focus on the technicalities, you may miss out on uh, some of the more important factors that can either personalize your client or present a picture in a much better way to a jury than someone who simply just black and white facts all the way through. I totally relate to that because I think that as a creative, um, we are problem solvers. And so mm -hmm. maybe we'll look at something and the perspective can be a little bit different from the norm. Yeah, I, they're great. Absolutely. I say that about myself all the time, um, especially in a teaching situation. You know, I'm leading multiple teams because I have different retail stores, but it's the way that I think. Nothing is ever mm – -hmm. 
it's not level 10, right? Solve a problem, solve a problem, solve a problem. It's the way I said it to my kid last night. We were having an issue at an event. All you have to do is solve the problems. But I and think that's so just empathetic. the way that we think. I think it, you're, it's also really key that you're empathetic so you can put yourself in their shoes. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's start unpacking some of the topic for today. Now that we've laid the foundation, mm -hmm. you've got some artists here at the table. You, I'm going to give it to you. What's, whether, where do you want to start? Whether you're creating the piece, why would someone... I'm trying to think where I want to start with this because I've got about 50 questions in my brain right now. Yeah. Um, so going from the ground level, let's say your home just needs an update and you say, okay, why would I want to hire an right. artist to change the space? And mm -hmm. that, cause that goes into a whole nother mm -hmm. level of thought. So start with question one. I'm a consumer. I know I need an upgrade. I like your work. I've been following you on social media. What would make me pull the trigger to hire you to change my space? Yeah, how do, how do you buy art? Um, I think that one of the things w that I talk about on social media a lot is that you can change the energy in a space with an art, with just one piece of art. So you don't have to change the color on the walls. You don't have to go buy new furniture. You can do something as simple as, as buying a statement piece, something that you like, that's one thing that people go, is it good? And they want validation from other people. And I think that it's really important that you're moved by it first and foremost. And then and it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It's your, it's your artwork, it's your space. And then you can um, look at a room as your canvas, as you do, and say, okay, what, what do I need in here? How can I elevate the, the energy? Um, like I always talk about um, in a bedroom, you can put something very calming, blues, maybe um, some very subdued kind of artwork to make it more encouraging to sleep and rest. Whereas you go into another room that's maybe a workout room and you want something vibrant, red, lots of texture, a lot of movement to elevate the energy. And so those are simple things just to change the vibration of the room. But, it, but if you're trying to update um, and modernize your space, you can change it with just one piece of art, just baby step, piecemeal, you're, so that you don't have to go and redo the whole space at one time. I'm where I step in, I'm the one that gives them the validation. Yes. When clients call me, it is 100% because they don't know, I need you to help me pull it together. That mm -hmm. statement, if I had a nickel for every time I heard that, I would be a millionaire. I need you to help me. They don't trust themselves. Mm -hmm. So they may look at your work and say, I absolutely positively love it, but I have no idea if it works in my is space. It good? Yeah, right. and they just want that validation. So what I always say is, no matter what I think, and a lot of what I do comes into scale and perspective, right? This picture has the perfect home, but it may not have home on a 20-foot wall, right? Mm -hmm. We're in the south. Everything is a little bigger and a little higher here. But maybe this as a collage, or maybe we need a bigger one, even more expansive, to fill the space. Mm -hmm. So I look at color. I look at feel. But if a client said to me, but this is it, I absolutely have to have this piece then this is the anchor of the room and we work from here mm -hmm. and you build a room around pieces like that. Mm -hmm. This can stay in the center, like I said, and then um, we build pieces around it. But I think it's that fear. I know that I like it. How is it going to work? Mm -hmm. So I, I don't think know. That's really key about um, the 
the composition of the space because that's a great point that this one is not going to go above a huge couch but there are some ways that you can maximize this piece by adding a frame or a mat around it uh, a large frame can you can get four inches on each side each side if you if you do something spectacular so uh, there's ways to to make it work i actually um, had this one along with another one on on a accent wall that's not the main focal point of the of this space it was on an accent wall and it was on a gray wall and it looked so pretty yes all right you know those colors i know <laughs> pantone i have done a show on this the pantone colors of the year for 2021 are this beautiful yellow is called illuminating and ultimate gray so i can see why putting this on a gray wall is mm -hmm. everything right now and they chose two which is very rare it's usually one mm. but we were even talking um that the trend right everything has been gray for so long we went from beige mm -hmm. and then we transitioned into grayish. that became a thing right all right. these grayish mega grayish <laughs> how do you perfect spell grayish g-r-e-i-g-e grayish g-o-r-i-n-g -E. -E. yeah right <laughs> that's what it that's what we changed it to and that was a way to blend all of our traditional furniture from the late 90s early 2000s and not have to sell everything, mm -hmm. but move into the grays. Mm -hmm. And then we uh, we exonate all the grayages, and everything went gray. Gray, 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 right? White shiplap, gray. Mm -hmm. And now we're seeing that trend really fall by the wayside. We're really not shiplapping anything anymore. Um, we are doing a lot of the board and batten, which has that much more sort of linear, the boxy look, uh, much more modern and what is clean. That? Board and batten? Mm -hmm. All right. It's where you take trim and molding materials if you had a big blank wall and you can build it uh, vertical mm -hmm. so you can take trim pieces and put them maybe 18 20 inches all the way down the wall and then put a piece of cap on top of it mm. so it gives just a very boring hallway it gives a very boring wall interest with mm -hmm. moldings but yet not traditional not kind of old dining room moldings right. where we had the picture frames this is much more modern you just you can take one by threes one by fours uh, i'm working on a country club project right now and we did two humongous walls in borden batten and we did squares so i've probably got yeah, i'm trying to think offhand if they're 20 inch squares with a one by three in the center uh, and if you follow my social media uh, if you go to status life with lita on facebook or instagram there's lots of pictures up of this so if you want to see it you can see it uh, mm -hmm. visually i'm showing lots of stories especially as i'm wrapping up that project but it gives it tons of visual interest now the best thing to do with board and batten we did this real strong gray wall i would absolutely take a beautiful picture maybe more modern and put it right in the center so mm -hmm. board and batten sort of sits on the outside much more interesting than a plain gray drywalled wall uh, and then you put the moldings and then you slap a picture on top of it it is perfection I have to say Lynn I asked the same question when mm. she said oh yeah we're going to do board and batten like what, what is that board yeah and, board and then and she batten. showed me a picture I'm like, oh I've seen that all over the place mm. I know yes. exactly what yes. she's talking about you so I'll tell you what well, that's a terrific topic but I do want to come back and talk more about color okay. let's just take this quick break and we'll be right back okay Hey, hey, Lita here, popping in real quick. Are you interested in changing your space and have no idea where to begin? Do you have a real trouble spot in your home and you are at a loss for what to do? 
Don't Fret or Fear. Even though I'm located in Georgia, we can still do a virtual design consultation. I have helped hundreds of people this way. Here's what you do. Go to my website, www.statuslifewithlita.com and click Virtual Consults. You can look at the different packages and pricing and even book time with me right from the website. We can put together a color palette, decide on which furniture stays or goes, or even pull together a mood board for your home accents and furniture that might be needed to complete your space. I book time, not by the room. You could essentially have me to consult on your whole home. Again, go to my website, www.statuslifewithlita.com and click virtual consults. Book away. All right, let's pick back up real quick, like with the color, and let's wrap that part up and then go to the next topic. All right, quick commercial break. Lynn, I'm going to pass it to you. Let's talk color. Mm -hmm. You are the artist, the, the true artist at the table here. Talk to me about color. What what speaks to you? If you want to sort of jump off from this painting, talk about your favorite colors. Yeah, so this painting right here, um, I like to think about the room in the space and, and the energy in the space when I'm painting. So I will be inspired a lot by nature or music or something like that. You know, I, I will... I will peruse um, lots of other artwork to kind of get some get something in me going, some um, energy, and then I will go into the room. But I I am thinking about the space in that if you look at this one, it's not just warm colors. I added some cool colors to it. So um, most of my paintings have both, unless it's just a water. You know, like if I have. I have a couple that are um, are very specific, like wave, and even those I have a little touch of gold in there. I just like the surprise of the gold, and and this way you can put it in any setting. You can put it on a warm wall and ha and it'll pull the warmth out of it, or you can put it on a cool wall and it'll add some warmth to it. So this one has some cool colors and warm colors, if you know what I mean. I know exactly mm -hmm. what you mean. It's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm just staring at it. It's really, really, really beautiful. I love Thank your you. technique. Thank and you. And again, I'm a big fan of your work. But um, yeah, it's stunning. What do you think? You're the oh yeah, you're the I, art I, critique. Well, I said that earlier. I love the the technique. You know, it's kind of like I mentioned when I look at piece of art. I don't look at look at the like most other people do. How did you do that? Mm -hmm. There are no brush strokes, and and right. I start analyzing. Okay, I I, I can kind of figure a lot of it out. There, there's some flame involved. There's some. Uh, maybe even a blow dryer and there's paint poured on a canvas and but it's all correct no blow dryer was involved in this no. but, but, <laughs> but I mean this is something that spreads the paint I mean they're, they're all different techniques Gravity. to do that right, Gravity, right. right, right. turning the canvas mm -hmm. letting the paint flow and and it creates that 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 incredible look I mean it's so hard you can't do that with a brush right in other words. there's no way and it's so hard with um with using gravity because you have to be very pa patient or else it can look very drippy Sure. Yes. Sometimes you want it to look drippy. Sometimes you don't. And and the the artist needs to know what they're doing to be able to avoid that. Agreed. Agreed. Or be intentional. Because it could look very sloppy, or it could look incredible like that. Thank you. I have a question. I can't for wait you. for you to see the rest of them on the show. <laughs> yes. oh, I know it's going to be amazing. I have a question for you. Do you prefer to do a commissioned piece or do you prefer to do a piece just from your own inspiration? What a great question. Um, I think that it's using two different sides of your brain. So when I go into the studio and I'm just creating, that is from this inspired, I'm just, uh, it's like I'm curious and I'm 
full free reign. I can do whatever I want. But if I'm doing a commission, it's pleasing someone else. It's getting into their brain. I have to be empathetic and figure out what they want and then produce that. So I often get, try to manage expectations so that I can work. I can have some boundaries that I can work within that I can tap into my own creativity and also please the, the customer. I love that. All right. You have one? You yeah, well, I, I, I want to ask this for you, and that is, what reason do most people tell you they want to invest in art? Why do they want to invest in art? Well, so I would say the majority of the, my, my collectors, um, there's two, two kinds. One is they're decorating their place and they just, they are thinking their whole canvas is their room or their house. And then the other one um, is that they fell, they fell in love with my technique or, the, or, or something on my social media, because that is the way that I do most of my um, marketing. And I post often um, what I'm working on, and they will fall in love with something mm -hmm. there and say, I want that or I want something like that. All right, I got a question too. I have several antique pieces that came through my family, my grandparents. Wonderful pieces of furniture and, and things that I don't want to get rid of. I don't want to sell them. I don't want to donate them. I love them. There's a family history tied to them. How do I incorporate those to a more modern feel for a room or for a home, incorporating art? Yeah, that's a that's I love this because that is my house. <laughs> I have a lot of heirlooms for my grandmother that um, and I don't necessarily like that look. I'm not a very traditional person when it comes to my aesthetic. And so um, I love blending a very modern piece with something that's antique and and having a kind of an eclectic look. If you walk into my dining room, you will not see one. Um, traditional or classic look it's going to be very eclectic and I also love everything that has a story so mm -hmm. antiques you know I can talk about the paintings I can talk about my decor in a way that everything has some history and a story and I'm the exact opposite <laughs> and it absolutely works and I this would be really interesting again to have you know you follow Lynn follow me I love antiques, and my dining room, my buffet, is from the 1920s, oh, if not too. the early 1900s. But I, it, I love it, and so I decorate. I have a much more traditional, and I don't mean the 90s traditional burgundy and gold. I mean, I'm going way back, okay. older than that. I have old corbels sort of framing the foyer, and I use a lot of really primitive design elements but then I need the more modern art because I don't want my house to all to feel old all the way around. Mm -hmm. Is what I'm trying to say. So I need the color. I need the art because I've got to go the opposite way. Mm -hmm. So and it'll add an element of surprise. And it does mm -hmm. absolutely, and it it brings it more into this century. Even though I again I, I have an older style, I call it rustic chic. Um, I love a gorgeous crystal chandelier over an older antique table, mm -hmm. but then I've got to have the punch of art mm -hmm. in it. So even if you think about our breakfast area, I've got a beautiful chandelier. It's new, but it's made to look, you know, very Rustic. traditional, very old. And more of a farm table. I'm not farmhouse at all, but mm -hmm. it's a longer table with white legs. And I've got a modern mirror mm. right next to it. So, but it all works. Mm -hmm. uh, one of my girlfriends, she keeps saying I'm eclectic. And I'm like, no, because I know that style really well. I'm not eclectic. 
I'm rustic chic. Mm-hmm. And this definitely fits with the when chic. When you say that, I know exactly what yes, you mean. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I mean. And But I feel like you are too on the opposite. Yes, but yes. I'm coming it from a different You're coming angle. from the total opposite yeah. angle. And mm-hmm. it works, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Yeah, I got to show you my, my dining room. You'd love it. I will love it. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to come over and have dinner. Mm-hmm, yes. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Dinner party. Yes, you also love stone accents. We've got stone mm-hmm. in the home, which... Kind of goes back to the primitive, I guess. Would you the consider tech, stone? Yes, I love to layer with texture. Uh, I love the metals on top of you know, the solid surfaces. We were ta- talking about top, stop, shown. I said that backwards. I'm fighting. <laughs> I'm a little backwards today. Um, and if you're watching live on the commercial break, I did have to blow my nose. Um, <laughs> top shop stone. Again, layering the quartzite and the granite with the stone and the wood materials. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know, but that's the rustic part, mm-hmm. right? I love um, it. And then we add in the chic. So. All right, so let's kind of get back to the show because I do want to continue to talk a little bit about that. How many pieces do you expect to have there in the show? Uh, and are they going to be for sale at the same time? Yes, um, everything is for sale that's going to be there. Um, I have, I'm probably going to have 15 to 20 pieces. I'm going to try to pump out some more, but um, uh, she's got a lot of space there. So I keep looking at those walls, drooling, thinking of all the <laughs> things that I can do with them. But um but I'm hoping to have at least, you know, and there and there's some large pieces too. I've got um, several uh, 48 by 60s, a lot of 38 by or 36 by 60s, and then some smaller pieces. But um, the majority of my pieces usually are kind of big anyway. Let's talk time. The show is in a week and a half. Yeah. Or am I a week off? It's a it's a Friday, so yeah, a week and a week half. Week and a half, right? No, no, two week, two and a half. Okay, two November fifth. It's November fifth. <laughs> Let's just go with that. <laughs> I, I'm so off track. I don't even know what today is. Today's like the twentieth or something. <laughs> Y'all have lost me already. All right. Nobody yes. knows what day yeah, it is, but 20th. this is a podcast, so it'll live forever. Yes. So doesn't even matter. I, what I was gonna ask, how long does it take to do a piece like this? So I paint on so it's flat as we were saying, and I pour. So it's going to, the majority of the piece um, is done very quickly. And then it's the drying and then the going back and editing. So I'll pour it and I'll do the the, bit, the bulk of the work and in a day. And then I'll go back and kind of fine tune some things. If something needs to come out or be muted, I'll do that after the fact. So there's a lot of just staring at it, really. Do you stretch your own canvases? No. You just buy them stretched. Only for the big ones. I um, I actually have a guy that's fantastic Good. that does the really big ones. And I've got some major pieces, some commercial pieces that I'm doing as a commission for um, for a company that's down in kind of uh, near near Moreland. Mm-hmm. And um, three huge pieces. I just did another one that's an eight foot by six foot. Wow. Uh, yeah, my house has become my studio. I, it's really <laughs> taken over my entire house. But um, these pieces, you, as you know, it's like you have to come with, with a different angle because um, gravity doesn't work the same way on an eight foot by six foot as it does a 24 by 36 piece. So you really have to plan ahead. And because it's all done in one day, it has to be thought out and planned. And all right. Well, I have a question for both of you. Derek, you are an avid art collector and Lynn, you are an artist. So I want to hear this from two different angles. I want to hear, uh, I'm going to go to Lynn first. Since she's our guest. Why would someone invest? Let's talk about the money behind the art, mm-hmm. right? So I'm an interior designer. And if I have a client, I can, with my urging, I can say, I really want to use Lynn. She's going to produce something for this wall. So they're going to take my 
thought process and my education and say yes. But let's say they don't have an interior designer and you just have someone that's following your social media. Why would they choose to actually spend the money and invest in a custom piece? In an original, yeah. Yes. Um, so there's so many different things here. Like one is that it's an investment in my my pieces have already gone up 300%. Wow. In the, in just in my little short career here. So um, so there's that. So it, I have somebody that just sold a piece of mine to somebody else for um, a third more and they've only had it for two years. So there's that, it is an actual investment, but also it's kind of adulting, right? Yeah. So when you were in high school, you had posters, and then when you were in your 20s, you framed your posters. And then, you know, as you, you grow up and you appreciate art, real art, um, and it's an expression of you. So you find somebody that can put on canvas what expresses you, and you put that on your wall, and then your room expresses you. So I, I kind of think of it as like, we're adults now, we're gonna get some original art. Yeah, I love that. All right, Derek, as a collector, and it, this is interesting, I have to put a little sidebar in here. You know, we have blended and we live together now and a lot of our stuff went to storage. Well, since we're opening the new law firm and the new status retail store, we had the movers yesterday, we found a big chunk of your collection, not that it was missing, we just haven't put our eyes on it, right? Since yes. you sold your house and last night we're going oh my gosh you have this you have that i mean you have some beautiful beautiful art that you have spent a lot of money on this is your collection so i'll pose the the question to you as a collector i only buy what i like okay and and i look for that reason i i don't buy because oh this is an artist you want to invest in because he or she shows a much greater return three five ten years down the road or you know, heaven forbid, oh, they're on their deathbed. Buy it now, because once they pass away, wow, that value is going to go up. And I know people that are like that. I, I don't buy because that's the trendy artist and the one you should buy. If I like it and it appeals to me, uh, I'm going to buy it if I really want it. And if I really, I won't buy for a room. I won't buy for a designed um, style that I like. You know, I, you, you, when you and I met, you walked in my house the first time and the first thing you said was oh dear god you need my help because i was a single guy and had been a single guy for many years and i thought sports memorabilia and arcade games were a way to decorate a home our house is beautiful now yes it is yes yeah. it is but i i am a sports fanatic i love sports so i have original leroy neiman uh work and people that know leroy neiman know that he paints or he's now passed away but he painted a lot of sports uh, he did Olympics, he did boxing, he did uh, football, all kinds of things like that. I have a uh, uh, Zany Stoyanovich who was a student of Chagall. Chagall had two students. Zany uh, was one of them. And it's not an original Chagall, but it was one that was supervised by Chagall. So things of that nature. Um, I, I love the piece. I love the colors. I love the theme, the, the picture itself. And so if it's something that appeals to me, I'm going to buy it for that reason. Not because I think I can make more money if I sell it on down the road. I no, I appreciate that too. And you were moved by it. That yeah. was I think yeah. that's the you key part mm -hmm. of it is whether it be abstract or mm -hmm. golf. You looked at it and you felt something and you were moved by it. Yeah, I would walk through a room and always go back to that one picture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. That painting. That that's it. That's mm -hmm. the one I like. Yeah. So my experience with it is a little bit different because I'm doing this for clients so I want them to love it so for me it's a little removed unless it is the key I sort of said that earlier in the show that if they come and say this piece 
whether it's a piece of furniture or a lot of times it is art. They will have beautiful, beautiful vintage paintings and pictures and things. Um, I'm talking more from the heirlooms, but I had a client and she had four very, very, very modern art pieces. Actually, all of the art in the house was extremely modern with a much more traditional taste, but it wasn't rustic chic. It was, a, it was something much, much, much different. And she had asked me to come in and we were doing a lot of different things, drapes. Anyway, I'm trying to tell a story. <laughs> and uh, she said, I am adamant. She was an avid collector. I'm adamant the art has to be modern. That is all that speaks to me. She mm -hmm. would have a very traditional sort of rounded, tufted sofa, but this m huge abstract modern art right on top of it. Mm -hmm. and, sh and she owned it. Like just, this is what I love. And it was unique. And that's what you have to have. Like, I want you to love it so much that you will override your designer. Like, I want it. I have to have it. Mm -hmm. And that's that's when you know you love it. And that's what I work around. If, if these paintings or this has to stay, then I can build the room. Oftentimes, um, um, decorators or designers, and I, I want to touch on decorators first because I think that they will look at the room as their, their, um, their canvas, and they will they will skimp on the art and it just kind of blends and it nothing is making a statement and so I have worked with designers that are looking at the design of the room and they know what needs to pop out is that is that correct about designers I think decorators? so that's the way my brain works I um, being a true designer, I'm thinking about the current project I'm working on. I'm doing a huge country club. I've done the golf portion of it, the golf pro shop. And now we're doing two restaurants, a lounge and a rooftop bar. I have all the art and I don't have the first piece of furniture. Mm. So it, I built, <laughs> it, it was part of it. It's like I found the art and I'll probably look at your show, too, because I could use a few more pieces uh, once your collection is all together. Excellent. Yeah, I, but it's definitely the style, the color scheme works. I've got that board and batten. I've got to fill these big walls. <laughs> so um, definitely, I'm going to keep my eyes open when I come on the 5th. But yes, I don't have any. They have ordered the tables and the chairs for the restaurant. But as far as the lounge, I, I don't have anything. Mm. But my brain, it, the art was the most important. Mm -hmm. that's, where, that's where your eye is going to go. Yeah. That's the focal point. I agree completely. Well, I do want to, and we're getting to the point where we have to wrap up today. I do want you it to tell us so one fast. more time about the show, the the location, the date, the times, how people can find out more about it, mm -hmm. and then we'll also tell social media. Okay, okay so the show is going to be um, at um, on November 5th at Top Shop Stone. It's over there off of Huff uh, Drive, off of um, Hal Mill on the west side. And it's going to be from 6 to 9, and I'm going to have um, – it's just going to be a party, and it's going to be um, time to talk about the artwork, talk about inspiration, talk about, you know, get to know the artist, ask me questions, get to know the art. And there's going to be a lot of people there. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm so excited. Oh, and social media. So yes. um, so on Instagram, I'm, I'm Lynn McDonald's Gallery, L-Y-N-N-E, M-C-D-O-N-A-L-D, Gallery. And then um, on uh, on Facebook, it's uh, Lynn McDonald's Gallery as well. And then on um, LinkedIn, it's Lynn McDonald. And on my website, it's lynnmcdonald.com. Lynn McDonald. 
thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Anytime. Come back. Absolutely. So much fun. I know. Um, All right. Let me give my social where everybody can follow me. Status Life with Lita uh, is Instagram and Facebook and the website and my email. If you have something uh, you want to share a story, you have a question for a future show, statuslifewithlita at gmail.com. There's retail stores. I've got the shops at Status is in Decula, Georgia. Status Home Design is my brand new furniture where we sell everything new. The shops at Status is a vendor mall. It's an upscale vendor boutique in Decula, Georgia with 60 vendors. It's so fun. It's a fabulous store. And again, attached to it is Status Home Design. My interior design firm is also located inside Status Home Design. So that's a whole big compound that I've got going in Decula, Georgia, right outside of Atlanta. Uh, I've got the new store opening in two weeks. The Status Market and Design is opening right outside of Athens, Georgia. So they're about an hour apart in distance, which is going to be fun and very challenging <laughs> to try to be at two retail locations. But I'm Monday, Wednesday, Friday at one and Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday at the other. Uh, win all podcast I don't know um, that's it right shops at status status home sign so basically if you google status and the interesting thing is my kid told me that in school she googled the word status and everything came up really? with me she was so impressed she was like mom you're all over the you're internet you're famous mom <laughs> she was uh, I just you. thought that was so sweet I never dawned on me that she would google yeah. and she said I put in your name and status life with Lita <laughs> came up so apparently I'm at the top uh, of google with the word status so you, you didn't tell me that I she told me right? it just dawned on me it was so cute so I'm sure she totaled her little friends at school so are I appreciated that are we going to have links in in uh in this and or where are the links going to be everywhere so the links will be on the website you can go to any podcast app anything spotify uh, business radio x um i'll I'll link in my stuff to my social media i mean your stuff to Mm -hmm. social media you'll link in mine correct any social media app any podcast app uh you'll be able to find the links to everything also business radio x yes yes yes. no i said that go to business radio x Mm -hmm. that's where the show is hosted so of course we want to make sure that we mention that we're so gracious that they uh have their studio open to us so we can have all these fabulous teaching platforms Mm -hmm. thanks again lynn it's great to have you back um terrific look forward to the show we're gonna have a blast and apparently we're going to be buying some uh, countertops this, <laughs> yes, the I, same night. And right? Yes, all my followers, everyone, uh, they love it. Everything I'm doing at the house, I try to feature all that. So we'll definitely go live at Lynn's show so you guys can see the art if you want to commission something with Lynn or even just buy something right there at the gallery if you Great. can't make it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you all very much for joining us on Status Life with Lita, presented by the law office of Derek M. Hayes, Shops at Status, Indigo Stone Trading, A Home Reimagined, and the status market and design. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any upcoming shows. This program and all the other shows are available in your favorite podcast apps. You can always enjoy any of our episodes anytime by visiting businessradiox.com, selecting the Gwinnett Studio, and then clicking on Status Life with Lita. Until next time, for Lita Brooks, I'm Derek Hayes, and you're listening to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. Business Radio X.